At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'd like to announce the nominees for the 105th Annual Benny Awards, which are our next show, Sunday into Monday, Greatness in Sports Talk Radio Overnight. The Bennies, presented by Geico, and Sleep Number and uh, whoever else we want to give free advertising to. Uh, True Car as well. We love True Car. All our presenting sponsors of the Bennies. All right, so now I, I, I can't get the feel here, Coop, because I guess I clicked the wrong thing. But we have the nominees here, and they're on the Fox Sports Radio website. It's, uh, all the voting will be done on the Fox Sports Radio website. That is correct. If you, if you go to foxsportsradio.com, 
Yeah. And you hover over the on-air section. Yeah, you go down to where it says Ben Maller Show, and then you will see the uh, the place you can vote right there. And you'll just click on that, you get to vote. That is right. All right, very exciting here. And the nominees are... For the Bennies, uh, what do we have? Rookie Caller of the Year is on there. Is that right? Is that, that is right. Rookie Caller of the Year. We have Andrea the Astrologer. Ooh. All right. Nashville Danny. Nashville yeah, Danny. Yeah, believe it or not. The, yep. uh, cut there. Rachel in Montebello. Does she count oh, as a rookie this your year? Your girlfriend. Uh, 2017, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I think she started right around January, February. We haven't heard from Rachel in a while. I hope she's all right. I heard okay. from her earlier last oh, week. Oh, good. All right. Uh, Chris in Houston. That guy, he disappeared too. Once the things kind of calmed down with the uh, the Astros and the Texans, Redbeard, the great Redbeard. All right, and he disappeared also. Barbara in New Orleans. Yeah, Barbara. Barb. Yeah. All right, very good. So those are the Rookie of the Year nominees. Uh, what other categories? Again, I don't have it in front of me here, Coop. So oh, what do we have? We also have International Caller of the Year. Okay. Uh, this is a small category. Uh, we have Jason in Ottawa, that Aussie guy. Yeah. And Daniel in Indonesia. So we need to get that guy in England that's got the P1 Maller Militia to call in. He hasn't called in yet. He'll be a nominee next year. That's right. That's yeah. right. Then we also have we have Game Show Contestant of the Year. Ooh. Uh, this All is right. a, a category, strong category. we got Mr. Moose. Yeah. Mr. Moose. Blow me up, Danny G. Yeah. Justin in Cincinnati. Oh, he's a game show whore, that guy. Jason in Ottawa. Another game show whore. Yeah. yeah. Leslie in Bradenton, a game show staple. Well, she's good. She's she's salt of the earth. And Ryan in Portland, he had a good balderdash run yeah, for, Ryan, for a good, like, four months. Ryan's just a solid game show competitor is That's what right. Ryan is, man. Good stuff. Yeah. We have we have Lame Jokes Contributor of the Year. Ooh, okay. Uh, these are the people that contribute and keep the lame jokes going. Okay, who's now, on that? Now we've got Kurt from Earth. He gives me Solid. a lot of my offensive jokes. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Surfer Todd. Surfer Todd's. I like him. He's a professional comedian. He lives in Mexico. Got a place in California, too. He's good. We have Gordon in Tacoma. Yeah, Gordon's uh, really done well lately. He's he's found his inner joke mojo. We have Just Josh, damn it. Yeah, Just Josh. He's he's in a bit of a slump right now. He needs a slump buster, but he was really good at the uh, beginning of last year. And, of course, we have Sirius Sean. Yeah. Well, he goes without saying. Yes. Yeah. Then we've got drop of the year. All right. We've got I like to wrestle with men <laughs> from the yes. captain. Yep. All right. We've got, uh, and that's what they did. Sprayed my entire face. Why am I saying this? <laughs> <laughs> no, why'd you stop? I, I want to hear I, what I wasn't going to stop you. No, <laughs> we have that drop from Ben. You know oh, what I'm talking about? <laughs> we've, got, we've got the hey drop from me. Now say it like you, you meant it. You know, say it like you mean yeah, it. Yeah, we already have you saying it. Yeah. So. We, 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 so hey. There that one. Okay. We've got when you wish upon a star from Rachel and Montebello. Yeah. And we've got Gotta Murder, Gotta Go. Gotta Murder, oh, Gotta Go. Cool. Nice. And I can't awesome. remember the name of that police officer. I'm so yeah, sorry. Florida, down in South Florida, yes. yeah. And yeah. then Female Call of the Year. I got to pick up the pace here. Time is short. Kathy so. in Portland. All right. Andrea the Astrologer. Ooh, on Andrea. Yep. That. Rachel in Montebello. Okay. Tammy in Montana. Oh, staple. And Barbara in New Orleans. Barbara, up, rising star. That's right. Yes. Worst Caller of the Year. We've got No Condom Carl. These are the Bennies, nominees. Angry Bill. Ooh. Mark the Full Name Guy. Uh-oh. Nashville Danny, <laughs> like bar- Another, yeah. barbecuing Len. Oh, he's got to he's got to win this. And he's a favorite pie. for this category. Oh, you yeah, can, no Blair. Yeah. You can you can write in. You, oh, you can, you Blair came in. later. Yes. Right in Blair. Okay. Yeah. And then the 2017 Genie and Medford yeah. Caller of the Year oh, nominees. This is the big one. This is the big one. Of course, we have Real Talk, the defending oh, Caller of the Year. 
Will it be a repeat situation? The 2016 Call of the Year. He, have, he would say his third championship. We have Blind Scott trying to get a title. He, he his is he lost his title. We have Tammy in Montana. Oh yeah, big big love to Tammy. And of course, Weed Man Hippie. Wow, Weed. What would Weed Man? He'll never call again if he becomes the Call of the Year. That, his ego will be through. <laughs> Can you imagine Weed Man if he's Call of the Year? It'd Danny, be, would you blow him up on his acceptance speech? Oh hell yeah! Oh. And I'll I'll follow whoever's Call of the Year on Twitter. You know, that's not worth anything, by the way. It really is. I- Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Trade action in the NBA. Uh, but we did get one thing right. The biggest name traded at the NBA trade deadline was Blake Griffin, who was not traded at the deadline. Who was not traded at the deadline. But if you were to say, who is the biggest name in the NBA? You don't even have to watch the NBA to know who the biggest personality in the NBA is. LeBron James. Uh, And that is where the story is at the trade deadline. A very active, very active day for the transaction. If you like the transaction, God knows we love the transaction. This was a wonderful, this was a marvelous day for you. Not that it was headliners, because it wasn't headliners. It's guys that used to be headliners. Uh, but the whole lot of activity. Uh, you had washed up ball players and failed young players jet setting all over the backwoods of basketball. When now, when the final closing bell had rung this in the afternoon, uh, the the tail of the tape read like this: You had twelve trades, twenty eight players in a relocation situation in the meat market of hoops. Uh, Also, oodles of draft picks that have been reallocated around the NBA. And all of this this movement is tied, uh, for the most part, uh, for the most part to uh, teams that suck, right? I mean, the teams that a lot of bad teams traded players, uh, Sacramento, the Lakers, Utah, bad teams. You had teams that think they're good, like the Cavaliers, that haven't been good very, very recently, active as well. But let's not bury the lead, because it is all about. LeBron James and the Cavaliers, the midseason makeover. The general manager, LeBron James, he, he sent everyone he had acquired in the offseason, all of his BFFs, right, all the old bag of bones, gone. And by the time the dust had settled, Cleveland had traded away half of their rotation players, gone. And, and so you had Isaiah Thomas to the Lakers, Channing Fry. Who knew he was even still in the NBA? He went to the Lakers. Dwayne Wade goes back to the Miami Heat to sell a few tickets to dumb people in Miami. Derek Rose to the Jazz. Jay Crowder went to the Jazz. Iman Shumpert sentenced to play for the Sacramento Kings. All sent packing. Gone. All of them. And in return, the Cavaliers picked a collection. They picked up just a, a collection of spare parts. Right, Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood. I uh, got a draft pick as well from Miami, a second-round pick. All right, so let's get into this here. Let's talk about it. The question, are the Cavaliers better today, the day after the trade deadline, than they were the day before the trade deadline? And the answer is yes, absolutely. You have addition by subtraction, acid wash, cutting the cancer, and espresso. You've got all that mixed together. Now, number one, put all these things together. But number one, LeBron James, uh, he's behind this. Even though, oh, it wasn't LeBron. He's not the GM anymore. Shut up. Come on. Uh, LeBron James decided 
in council with other people to make a flurry of roster moves. Uh, and and this is a reaction to what happened at the beginning of the season, right before the, the, the regular season began when Kyrie Irving was traded late in the offseason to the Boston Celtics. Uh, he blew all that up, right? All of that is gone. The, 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 the Kyrie Irving trade, the, the, the Cavaliers got a draft pick from the Nets, and then they got, in addition, Larry Nance Jr. and also Jordan Clarkson. That's what they got. Uh, but it's a smart move because it's addition by subtraction, right? Do not let a falling star fall on you. It's one of the great axioms that we believe in. Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade are prime examples of this. Lesson learned. You Dealing for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder seemed like a good idea at the time, and all it has provided is heartburn, uh, and, and it wasn't very many games either. The Cavaliers were not only an NBA team with Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder and Rose and Wade. They were bad, really bad. You had a lot of dirty laundry that was being aired. Now, don't get me wrong. I, as a talk show host, I loved that. That was wonderful. Uh, I am told, though, from Team Bonding 101, that's not good. And so by getting rid of Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, Jay Crowder, the Cavaliers have accomplished something. They've, they've cut the cancer out. right? They've limited all of that corrosive rhetoric that was spewing out of the Cavaliers' locker room. If you had a tumor, if you found out, man, I got, I got a tumor, are you going to sit there and let that thing grow? Or are you going to do everything you can to get that tumor removed? That what the what Cavaliers have done is they've gotten rid of the tumor. Now they could have picked up some other tumors. We don't know yet. We don't know that yet. But at this moment, with the information, and the intel that we have, they got rid of a bad situation. Bad situation. Now number two, right? You project ahead. You look at the Eastern Conference and say, well, the Cavaliers have been a muddling team, right? Muddling around here, not doing much of anything, and they're closer to missing the playoffs than they are to being the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. The Cavaliers picked up players who aren't accomplished, right? They're not. Uh, you can't sit here and go resume by resume and compare what they what left, Isaiah Thomas, Rose, and Wade in particular, and compare that to the players that are coming back inbound to Cleveland. It's not. It's not. You can't do it because uh, the players that the Cavaliers are getting don't have the resume of the players they got rid of. But that being said here, if you use critical thinking, this particular flurry of activity does two things, right? Two things. It, essential things for Cleveland to get back and make some noise in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They get rid of the, the problem children, and they bring in guys who at least in theory have better attitudes, good attitudes, and fresh legs, which is – Somewhat important. If you look at the the advanced statistics for the Cavaliers, uh, they were lacking in areas of athleticism, slam dunks, uh, three-point shots, perimeter play, things like that. They they were good. Uh, In in other areas, they were fine. But in that area, those two areas, they were bad. And the the sourpuss quota goes down. The malcontent area goes down for the Cavaliers. And do I think that Rodney Hood is going to be great? Eh, Probably not. Uh, George Hill, he's not exactly a newbie. He's in the the tail end of his prime years in the NBA. I think he's 31 years old. Jordan Clarkson's a backup, and Larry Nance Jr. Uh, is a player that can you know 
High fly. Uh, Laker fans were all excited about Larry Nance Jr. They kept telling me how great he is. He's a slam dunk artist, and he's wonderful and all that. Going to be in the dunk contest at the All-Star Game. Woohoo! Uh, but And they all come. All those players come from dumpster fire franchises. All those guys have been in, in Siberia of the NBA. So you now get the benefit of playing with LeBron James, who is aging, right? Is aging. Things have not been going well for LeBron either. He's not yet in full decline mode, LeBron. But the last thing here. None of these new guys, none of these new Cavalier players are going to be transcendent the rest of the year. That's not going to happen. They're not going to be the X factor, as that old line goes, for Cleveland. And so this doesn't change. I've heard a lot of people trying to spin this transaction, this day of the transaction for the Cavaliers, like this is uh, an unbelievable event because you're taking away core players. It is true they traded away half of their rotation players, but... Ultimately, when this is all done, right, and when the playoffs come around, which is still like three months away, right, we're still three months away from the postseason. But when we get around to that particular point, it's going to come down to how effective LeBron James is carrying the Cavaliers and Kevin Love, who's going to be back, and those two guys in particular. And what the, the contribution, yeah, they need stuff. They need production out of – the guys they got in this trade, this day of trades. But the Cavaliers, if LeBron James is not great, they're not going to do anything. And and it was the same story prior to this. At least it makes it a little easier. And the hope is that it turbocharges the Cavaliers and LeBron James will – it's like a cup of espresso for LeBron James here. can re-engage himself the final couple months of the the time. Maybe in Ohio. This could be it. He could be done – uh, in Ohio. So on the, the Maller report card, I'll give the Cavaliers, I'll give them a B minus. I'll give them a B minus for these particular trades. So they, and the, the reason you give them a B minus is because uh, they had to do something, but they could have just made one trade. Like the, 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 the talk was, well, maybe they'll trade for DeAndre Jordan and the Clippers, who they tried to get. They couldn't get him from the Clippers. Uh, Clippers wouldn't give him up. Uh, or they could have traded away just like Derrick Rose or just Dwayne Wade. And the fact that they they decided to get rid of all of them, see, that's the part where they get the B minus. Even if the players they get back aren't all that good, it it's irrelevant because you're getting rid of addition by subtraction, as we said. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So the fallout, the postmortem on the NBA trade deadline, a, a bunch of transactions. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, most of the players traded. I, I talked to a friend of mine who used to work for an NBA team. Uh, we were, I texted him uh, this yesterday afternoon after the trade deadline, and my re- my text to him was, "Old horse manure for young fertilizer." That was the the, the way the NBA trade deadline uh, went down. Right? There's not not a lot of wow, wow. Look at that! I can't believe that. Now, one of the trades that's been microanalyzed though more than others, involves the Cavaliers and the Lakers. And uh, Magic Johnson has become the master of the transaction, not necessarily in a good way, not necessarily in a good way. Now, LeBron James and the Cavaliers completely taking advantage of the basketball incompetence of one Magic Johnson yet again, uh, able to unload dead weight uh, on the Lakers. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and Channing Frye, are inbound. Uh, they're going to be with the Lakers, and Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson are outbound. They're going to Cleveland. 
So I, I wanted to talk about this. Now, uh, we'll do for this particular exercise, you are going to be the teacher. Right? You're going to be the teacher, and you have to fill out the report card. Just on this particular trade, I realized there were a bunch of trades that went down and players were sent all over the NBA. I get that. But we're not talking about the other 11 trades and the other players that were traded. There were 28 players traded total. We're only talking about this particular trade between the Lakers and the Cavaliers. Uh, so we'll take it from the Lakers' side of things. We talked about the Cavs earlier. So from the Lakers' side of things, here's the question. What grade would you give the Lakers? Uh, and there's a lot of people that like Magic Johnson, despite his many violations of the NBA rule book here since he took over the front office, and they've said some really good things about this trade. Uh, and I don't get it. Uh, I don't understand. The, the way I grade this particular trade, this is a below-average trade for the Lakers. If it's a below-average trade for the Lakers, I can't give it more than a D. I can't. Uh, so I'm giving that particular – from the Lakers' side of it, I'll give it a D. From the Cleveland side of things, uh, I'll give it a, a B plus, Not an A because Jordan Clarkson and – Larry Nance Jr. are average, marginal NBA players, but just the ability to get rid and to sucker Magic Johnson to take, even if it's only for a couple of months, Isaiah Thomas uh, off your hands and Channing Fry. that is a win-win for LeBron James and the Cavaliers front office. So my perspective on this particular deal, you've got Biohazard, Netscape Navigator, the old boondoggle, and Boiling Ocean. And I will attempt like a vocal magician, to put all of these things together for you. Now, we'll begin with this. A, even though it's only going to be till the end of the season, Lakers aren't a playoff team, They're as they usually are. You're going to miss the postseason. So uh, it, even though it's only a couple of months, the NBA season will mid, uh, be over in mid-April, right? mid to late April, that's it. The, the Lakers have welcomed the NBA's version of a biohazard. Uh, we, we talked this week about Josh McDaniels and how in coaching circles uh, he's he's someone you cannot touch because of what had happened. He turned his back on the Colts at the last minute after hiring other coaches to work in Indianapolis. So he's done. He's dead. But in basketball, this particular player, Isaiah Thomas, has become that. Right? No player has taken a bigger fall from grace than Isaiah Thomas from just on the court. I, you know, Luke Walton, who I somehow is still coaching the Lakers, I hope he's got a hazmat suit for his pregame introduction to Isaiah Thomas because it is bad news. It is bad news. And you know, Channing Frye, I believe, played in college with Luke Walton, which tells you uh, where he's at. He's, uh, he's going to coaching possibly at this particular point. Uh, and that's, that's the transaction, right? And Magic Johnson – and those around the Lakers have said how great their young core is and that they're building something special. You hear that a lot. Just In fact, just a few days ago, they leaked a story uh, with some of their buddies in the media that they might not make any trades and they might just continue to play the young core, right, the young core. And uh, surprise, 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 a couple days later, they took lighter fluid to those particular plans. And Larry Nance Jr., that high-flying, he's going to be in the dunk contest, might win the dunk contest. Uh, he's going to the land. And Jordan Clarkson, who's a, a marginal guard, marginal guard, uh, he goes to the to the Cavaliers. And in return, the Lakers get the worst defensive player in the NBA who's got 
the reputation for being a selfish and divisive player. That's Isaiah Thomas. Way to go, Magic. That's a win-win. Uh, then you get a, another draft pick, which is lottery protected. So you get a lottery, you get a lottery ticket, which, which isn't actually a lottery ticket. It's essentially going to be like a, a late first round, a glorified second round pick. And if anybody's paying attention, I, I know they're asleep over there, the Laker front office, you might want to remove Magic Johnson right now. Uh, this is it, Things are getting worse. They're not getting better. Uh, this, this is the week for Magic Johnson. He got caught again, got dinged for cheating, collusion uh, with an NBA player. He got caught doing that, and now he's made another very poor trade for the Lakers. Now, the second part is now the Lakers don't really have fans. They have historians. They talk about the good old days back when they were good. Uh, but if you look at all the different franchises in the NBA, no one is more gullible than those that follow the Lakers. The, the big selling point is financial flexibility, uh, which is I just laugh when I hear, uh, well, we got salary cap space now. We can sign two max players. I hear that a lot. I laugh. Uh, let's do a little exercise here. You want to do a little exercise on the radio? Let's do a little exercise on the radio. Why not, all right? Uh, for those of you who pay attention to this kind of stuff, and especially for those that are suffering, maybe you're suffering from the effects of purple and gold derangement syndrome, which is a thing. There's a medication for that. There's a little pill you can take, and you'll, you'll be better. Uh, let me ask you a question, all right? Who was the last top five NBA player that signed a free agent contract with the Lakers that wasn't on the Lakers. The last top five player in the NBA that signed with the Lakers. Okay, you got, you got, uh, you got your answer? All right. See here. Pencils down. The last top five player in the NBA to sign with the Lakers was a guy named Shaquille O'Neal. You know when that took place? The summer of 1996. There was no Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter in the summer of 1996. None of that existed. Uh, 22 years ago, the internet was America Online, AOL, and Netscape Navigator. That is what the internet was in 1996. And since then, not a single top five NBA player has dared go to the Lakers. Their big free agent signings were washed up guys like Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Uh, Ron Artest, who had some issues. That's those are the free agent signings. That's it. That's the list. Uh, you know, guys past their expiration date or guys with baggage. So the Lemmings continue to think that greatness is going to fall from the heavens for the Lakers, and I, I I love it. It's the the mantra that gets repeated over and over again that the stars are going to align and they're going to want to play for the Lakers. I, I don't, I can't understand why anyone with common sense who does critical thinking will realize that's not the case. And again, you, you go through the recent generation, and you know, going back 22 years, but recently when the Lakers have, have tried or at least thought and told their fans and fed their fans they were going to go after players. Kevin Love, they were, there were rumors years ago they were going to get Kevin Love when he was in Minnesota. He got traded to Cleveland. He stayed in Cleveland. Who does that? He did it. He could have gone to the Lakers. He stayed in Cleveland. LaMarcus Aldridge took less money to play for the Spurs. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, that's actually a good thing he didn't sign with the Lakers, but he re- re-signed with the Knicks. Kevin Durant wouldn't even meet with the Lakers. They were so embarrassed about the Lakers. He went to play for Golden State. Russell Westbrook, who a lot of Laker fans or historians thought they were going to get, he he chose not to become a free agent. He stayed in Oklahoma City. E- even more embarrassing, how about DeMar DeRozan, who also, he's from L.A., DeMar DeRozan, and he chose to stay in Canada, then flirt with the Lakers. 
I mean, think all of these. I mean, the the one guy, the one guy that the Lakers really thought they were going to get, they traded for him, and they couldn't even. They, he played for the team, and they couldn't even get him to stay around. A guy by the name of Dwight Howard. They put billboards up on Hollywood Boulevard to try to convince Dwight Howard to resign with the Lakers. He then he then pulled the old switcheroo and went to the Rockets and said God wanted him to play for the Rockets. So even God doesn't want free agents to sign with the Lakers. God is against the Lakers, right? Dwight Howard said God told him to sign with the Rockets when he left. Now, the, the parting shot on this, uh, I, I'm not sure how many more years this boondoggle can go on uh, before eventually heads roll, right? I know there have been some changes. Magic's new there. But the Lakers have continued to run deceptive business practices with their franchise. And with every single misstep that has taken place, the sheep eat it up. It is the most amazing thing. Universities should do studies on these people because no matter what, no matter what horrific move they make from a basketball standpoint, the, uh, they just can't get enough. Oh, this is the greatest thing. It's, it's amazing. And as someone that you know, occasionally dabbles in schadenfreude, this is a goldmine, right? This is a goldmine. I mean, it's, it, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's, oh, we're going to get a free agent. They haven't signed a top five free agent since the 90s, the Lakers. Uh, we're going to do really good in the draft. They haven't done that either. Uh, I, I, I got an email from a guy telling me how great Kyle Kuzma is, so I said, okay, let me look this up here. Let me see Kyle Kuzma. You know, since January 1st, the last 18 games uh, before Thursday night Kyle Kuzma had played in, he was shooting 40% from the floor and 51% from the foul line, and he had a negative plus-minus, but I was told by a Laker fan that emailed me that he's really good, and this was the steal of the NBA draft. Guy shooting 40% the last month and 51% from the foul line, and this is a steal. So then I was like, well, what about Lonzo Ball? Let me let me look up Lonzo Ball. He's probably doing all right. Uh, the only scoring Lonzo has done is with his girlfriend. She's pregnant. Uh, he's missed 18 of the past 23 games. I believe he's still 20 years old, and he's got a bad knee. So that's the other big, uh, big young player. And Julius Randle's a backup. He was a lottery pick a couple years ago. So I listen, I agree. Uh, Magic is very good. The Laker front office have been very good. A lot of wins in the draft. A lot of these players, solid. So, but that's that's where we are. I just had to set the record straight. There's a lot of misinformation out there about the Lakers, but that's where we are. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Garcia is right over there. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, obviously you know I'm not the biggest NBA guy in the world, but I do find it kind of fascinating, the fall of Isaiah Thomas uh, in such a short amount of time. I know he's coming off the injury, and maybe he'll get healthy, and maybe he'll turn into the player he once was. But no, a guy, he's not going to turn into the player A guy who was the toast of Boston, he got MVP votes, uh, was the centerpiece of a, of a team that was, you know, on the not, not a contender, but a, an upper-tier team in the Eastern Conference, and now... Uh, what is he's like? Um, he's, they wanted to like mentor Lonzo Ball. That's what it's come to. He's, I mean, uh, he's, what a fall. He's, he's I mean, screwed. He is so royally screwed here. If he had stayed in Boston, it's really it's like the uh, the dominoes all falling against Kyrie uh, against uh, Isaiah when Kyrie wanted out, and then the Celtics got him. And now I I don't know where Isaiah Thomas is going to end up. Who's going to give him any any money? He's going to have to sign like a one or two year contract and then try again the year after that. 
Yeah, but not, uh, to, not to mention the financial side of it for him, obviously. Well, that's what it's all I mean, about. He's, he bounced around. He wanted to get paid, like, the ridiculous money, the clown money. And, yeah. And, and now his agents come out and say, well, he really wanted to be in Cleveland. Isaiah Thomas' well, agents. Well, you really want really? You really wanted to be in well, Cleveland? They, they really didn't want him, obviously, for uh, mostly because well, he well, couldn't play. But well, uh, listen, I mean, I get it. I mean, you'd much rather be in Cleveland with the Lakers, though, because Isaiah's he's screwed twice now. Because at least with Cleveland, he had the chance. Because the Cavaliers are going to be in the playoffs, they'll be in pr- big games with LeBron James. If he had figured things out with LeBron, that would have increased his value. He has no way to make money. No one watches the Lakers. And they're they're a bad team, and now he's going to be stuck there in purgatory at the last couple months of the NBA season. So even if he plays well, no one's going to know about it because no one's watching their games. So he's screwed twice now. But yeah, you know, it's not like he doesn't deserve it with some of the shenanigans he was pulling in Cleveland. I you see that video, uh, the the goodbye video for Isaiah Thomas there, which had some of his highlights from the thirteen or what fifteen games, whatever he played. <laughs> Pretty good. No. That must have solid. been a short video. No, uh, it, was, it was good clips, you know. I, I, I saw the Dwayne Wade video about uh, going back home. Back <laughs> home. Going back home. <laughs> yeah. Trying, yeah. To, trying to put a happy face on that. Yeah. Uh, so are they going to sell more Dwayne Wade jerseys in Miami? Doesn't hope, everyone have already have a yeah, Dwayne Wade jersey yeah, you in can, Miami? You can, I guess I don't know if they put that away, but uh, you can pull it back out of the closet now. Uh, if, 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 you, if you put it away, you can now bring it back out. Yeah, you can watch. Is, are they going to have a retirement tour for, for Wade? Is he going to play next year? Or is this his final year? Should have retired two yeah, years ago. I can't ago. imagine there's much tread left on that tire. I mean... It's a, it's a tough. It. He's uh, going back home sell. to to end the to end his home. career, right? From Chicago. He went. He went home to well, Chicago. I know, but his, his NBA home, right? They ran him out of there. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Mallard to the third degree, and away we go with the Koopaloop. Now, it was announced late last night that Yasiel Puig was dropped, well, I guess a couple nights ago, was dropped by his uh, agent due to, quote, behavior the agency could not accept. Now, a source said that no action from the Dodgers is likely. But, Ben, do you think that this will bleed over onto the field, or is this really no big deal? Yeah, Only if there's an arrest warrant with Yasiel Puig's name on it is it going to bleed over to the field. This is nothing. This is at this the information we have now. This is nothing. A Yasio Puig has been able to keep his name off of TMZ in a negative light for a while, and you would think that if he he, he has dirty hands here, like really dirty, that it would have come out on social media already. Now we'll keep our eyes out. I, I would say the next seven to ten days are crucial, and if we get by the next seven to ten days and nothing's come out about Yasio Puig. Then forget about it. He does have a he has a fiery temper. We know that. And B, a bigger concern for the Los Angeles Dodgers was the fact that Yasiel Puig batted a limp 148 in the World Series. He had more strikeouts than hits in the seven games against the Astros. A couple of more big hits by Puig, and the Dodgers would have had their own dopey parade with someone like Jason Kelsey getting up there and doing a, a mariachi dance. Uh, for the Dodgers parade, but instead, no. Next! Now, if you've said in the past that you think that Rob Gronkowski would be great for the WWE. Yes, I have But uh, I... the latest reports say that he might be considering an acting career. Yeah. Ben, do you think he can pull that off? Well, I talked about this. I did a full Maller monologue on my the Boston version of this show that I did earlier this week. I see Gronkowski 
uh, as someone that will have a chance in Hollywood. I don't think he's going to be very good. I, I see him as a reality star more than a movie star. Uh, and and this is just to get more money. This is more. This is a classic ploy by his agent. Plant the story and just maybe, maybe the Patriots will be gullible on the bite. Number one, Rob Gronkowski and all of his crazy relatives. I could totally see a Facebook style reality show similar to Ball in the Family with LeVar Ball. Uh, I could, I could see that playing out. I think that would be pretty good. I'm following Gronk around the VIP section of the club, the velvet ropes and all that. Number two. Now, you know, Coop, you were in the movie business. The way it works, he's got name value. He's young. So apparently women think he's attractive. He's got fame. And those are all ingredients that help you get further up in the movie business. The problem here is that if you look at the movies that the Rock made early in his career. I could see Gronk doing that. I could see if they make like a Tooth Fairy movie again. I could see Gronk doing that, or uh, Reno Nine One One Miami, or one of the hologram movies that that the Rock was in. But that's it. I mean, that's he's limited. He's got a limited range. I would say. Next. Now I know that you're someone that takes pens from famous people as lucky trinkets. I don't steal them. If they leave them behind, I take them. Yes. Sure. Uh, but have you ever taken any other kind of keepsake from a special event that you've been to, kind of like the the Eagles fan in the Super Bowl chair? But I, I want to know. I want to tell you right now, Coop. Before we get going here, I have yet to get a Steve Harvey pen. Studio's locked. Can't get in there. No, no pen for Steve Harvey. And the Limbaugh studio locked up. So no more pens from Rush Limbaugh. So I may I'm, know someone. Okay. Uh, but no, listen. Like the, the real vandalism or anything like that. Like Eagle fans. I mean, I picked up a few things. I guess the closest thing to that. When I was before, you know, I was in, uh, much younger, in a different life. There was a massive earthquake in Southern California in Northridge, and the scoreboard came toppling down at the Big A in Anaheim, and they all the seats were like broken in the outfield, and so they were throwing them away. And a buddy of mine said, "Hey, they're throwing away all these seats, so they're in the dumpster at the Big A." So I did a little dumpster diving, and I pulled out a couple of seats from Anaheim Stadium. That were destroyed. Like they weren't really. They, they were damaged greatly from the earthquake. But that would be about it. I, I don't remember tearing down a convenience store. Uh, I don't think I've done that. I mean, I've picked up a few things, but most of the stuff I've gotten has been left behind. I covered the Pro Bowl years ago, and the Patriots had a player by the name of Lawyer Malloy, and he left his practice jersey from the Pro Bowl on the table, and he just I got that, but I didn't steal it from him. He left it. All right, uh, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? I mean, I got to fail you for that last monologue. That is a win for me. The only voice of reason on the terrible Lakers. Wrong! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. The company's not doing well, so we can't afford the S at the end of that. So instead, it's just Lame Joke, but it's actually a bunch of jokes. Batting leadoff here. He's back from a week's hiatus, Sirius Sean. Hello, Sirius Sean. Hello, everybody. Where's Weed Man? Oh, you want to talk to Weed Man? Hold on, let me see if Weed Man's there. Weed Man, are you available, Weed Man Hippie? Ah, make me laugh. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> all right, you guys get a get a room. All right, come on, give the give the joke, please. 
Why do bees have sticky hair? Uh, why do bees have sticky hair? I, I don't know. Because they use honeycombs. That was not that funny. All right. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. All right, bye. Have a good one. There he goes, serious Sean. Where he goes, no one knows. All right, I'll bounce the joke off Eddie. Uh, bounce it back to me. These are actual jokes from actual listeners. You know the drill, and that way we have all responsibility directed at the listeners, and then uh, Danny G will play this if it's funny, and <laughs> he'll play this if it's not funny. Ooh. And if it could go either way, you'll hear this. I want a camel. All right, Coop's got some offensive jokes. Here we go. Why was Tom Brady not able to get a win in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why was Tom Brady not able to win the Super Bowl? Well, it turns out he was actually stung by a piss ant. I don't know how that happened. I have no... No idea. That's from Eric, the Goblin King. All right. Why is being happy like peeing your pants, Eddie? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why is being happy like peeing your pants? Because everyone can see it, but you're the only one that can feel the warmth. All right. Mike sent that one in. Why are the Patriot players bad at dieting? Why are the Patriots bad at dieting? I don't know, Ben. Because every day is a cheat day. Mike, the Eagle fan, who somehow is still listening, despite all the shots I've taken. Uh, but to be fair and balanced, uh, by the way, what's going on? I don't hear Weedman. Weedman, are you there, Weedman? Yeah. Danny G's trying to silence Weedman Hippie. That's what he's trying to do. Hold on. Let me see here. No, I had him up. You had him up? Yeah. I had him on the different bank. Are you there, Weedman? Oh, there he is. All right. All right. All right. All right. It's not that funny. Stop. Ben uh, trying to keep you down. All right. This week, Philadelphia residents climbed light poles. They flipped over cars. They tore up a Wawa, and they set oh dumpsters God. on fire, Eddie. Yes, I heard about that. And then things got really crazy. They found out the Eagles won the Super Bowl. It was nuts. <laughs> I want a camel. All right. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. That was sent in by Mike in Florida. Thank you, Mike. Now, I feel bad. you got to feel bad for Rob Gronkowski after he oh. lost the Super Bowl. Why, why do we have to feel bad for him, though? Because he was robbed. Rob got robbed. Yeah. Big Ben's lame. Wait, he did get robbed. That was the joke. So he got his house was. You didn't know about that? Of course I knew about that. I don't know you did. All right. Uh, why did the teacher marry the janitor? Why did the teacher marry the janitor? I don't know, Ben. Why? Because he swept her off her feet. Brad in Minnesota, did you hear that Jeff Fisher is planning to open his own 24-7 convenience store? No, I did not hear about that. He plans to name it 7 and 9. He's going to call it 7 and 9. Martin uh, sent that one in. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Did you hear that the pay-per-view already has the third match for Mayweather-McGregor playing? No, we were talking about that the other day. Uh, Ten rounds of competitive bird watching. I don't really. Get That's uh, Eric the Goblin King. All right, Coop, you got anything? Ben cool likes to bird watch and, f- and feed the birds. I too. don't bird watch. Um, I, I'm interactive with the birds. Okay. Could you give me like I a keep qu- them alive? I'll give you some time. No, 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 not time. I, like uh, a, a quick, you know, ten second uh, disclaimer. Oh, it's that, that bad, huh? Uh, or good? Huh? All right. Uh, these are jokes sent in by listeners to the Ben Maller Show. We do not want to offend you in any way. If you're easily offended by comedic content. Please turn down your radio for a couple minutes. Again, we like you. We, we want you to be a fan of the show. But if you're easily sensitive and if your ears are delicate, 
This is not for you. Just give us about five minutes, all right? All right, go ahead. So did you guys hear about that uh, that Colts linebacker who was ran over and killed by the drunk driver? Uh, yes, did hear about that. Yeah, it's not really a surprise the Colts defense has been getting trucked for years. All right. Uh, here, let's press on. Uh, best to press on. How does Weed Man Hippie pick up women at the bar? Oh, he ought to like this. Uh, I don't know. How does Weed Man Hippie pick up women at the bar? With chloroform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he realizes what that is. He doesn't know. All right. Yes, he does. All right. Stop. You, stop, Cosby. All right. That was from just Josh who sent that one in. Uh, what, what do you get when you shoot a Tesla into space? What do you get when you shoot a Tesla into space? I don't know, Ben. What do you get? A car with high mileage. So just Josh. Just Josh sent that one in. All right. Why can't people relax when they go camping? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why not? Because it's always intense. Todd. Todd, the comedian, sent that one in. Why was the GM of the Colts so confident that Josh McDaniels was taking the head coaching job? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why was he so confident about McDaniels taking the job? It was guaranteed by Nashville Danny. He promised he was going to get the job. I want a camel. Eric the Goblin Goblin King sent that one in. I'm all choked up. Uh, Well, you know, I was going to tell a joke about uh, John Mahoney, but since he died from throat cancer, it's probably best not to say anything. Wow. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) All right. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I, some of these I don't even know I want to read now. Uh, Russell Wilson was traded to the Yankees this week. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah. The deal went through just before Malcolm Butler could intercept it. Just before. No? Uh, Magic Johnson got fined fifty grand for tampering with an NBA player. Uh, yes, we talked about it. Yeah, the Greek freak immediately tweeted out, me too. That was the uh, hashtag. I me want too. a camel. That was from Gordon in Tacoma. Have, right, you, have you used that me too hashtag on your uh, tweets? Uh, no. You avoided you? that one, huh? All right, here's the last one. Here we go. Gordon in Tacoma. McDonald's french fries contain a chemical that causes yeah. hair growth, Eddie. I know. In mice. Yeah. In a related note, Bartolo Colon has hired a lawn service to mow his <laughs> stomach. All right, there it is. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.